Missionary Chats, Episode 4, for May 25, 2010. Culture Shock, Part 2, with Lemoyne Cunningham. I'm talking with Lemoyne Cunningham in this interview. It's actually a continuation of the last Missionary Chats episode. You can download or listen to it at www.missionarytalks.com. After the interview, I have some information to share, but right now let's get right into the interview. I don't remember who it was I heard say this. It might have been you. Um, but I heard someone say that as long as you're holding a, a return trip ticket home, you're probably never going to experience culture shock. When you know you're going to be going home, you can you can endure a lot of things. And if you're only there for a couple of weeks, you say, oh, that's neat. That's funny. That's strange the way they do this. Well, try that neat, funny, strange thing for six months, a year, or looking down the road. I'm going to be here four years, and I have to deal with this. It starts to wear on a missionary, and I think I think your term culture fatigue is a is a great term to ex, uh, explain that. Yeah, I mean, if you go to a mission field or any any other country, um, and you have that ticket back to the states, it is all exciting, you know, and and you can stand anything for a few days, and and two, usually when when mission teams or pastors uh, come to the field, we show them the best things, you know, <laughs> take them to the good restaurants, and of course. Uh, uh, maybe I'm a little weird, but I believe in showing them the nitty-gritty of the mission field. Take them to places where we have to go, and 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 you know, don't don't try to uh, uh, soft pedal it for them. You know, let them see how you really live. And uh, but uh, you can't, you can endure it uh, because I've been in places where I thought, boy, I'm sure glad I didn't have to stay here. You know, but the missionary has to stay, and you have to unpack your mental suitcase. You know, when you're a tourist, your suitcase is always packed because you know you're leaving. But when a missionary gets to the field, you got to mentally unpack because you're not going anywhere for a long time. So uh, you, you have you have to do that mentally unpacking. If you if you in your mind keep your suitcase packed, you'll never adapt. You'll never adjust to the field. Um, but and that's the difference between a tourist and and a missionary having to stay there. Because sometimes the tourists come over and they see the, the better things and the exciting things. And, and uh, then they wonder, well, what's the big deal with these missionaries complaining about this and that? And, but they don't have to go into these um, places and shop. And, and when I was in Ethiopia, I'd have to, I'd have to go uh, into the open markets to do my shopping and haggle of after, after every price, every kilo of everything, and then go into a dirty meat market to buy my food and all. Well, when a tourist comes, you've already done all that. And, and you might take them down and show them the market, but they don't have to go through the physical, uh, bargaining and, and uh, the shopping and all that. So, uh, there's a big difference in being a tourist and a missionary. I thought of a couple of things that I wrote down that uh, can be a help to the missionary. One thing that I've enjoyed is when someone sends me a preaching tape and says, hey, this is this is a good sermon. But what I haven't enjoyed typically is when someone sends me a, a box of tapes and says, here's the sermons the preacher preached the last six months. Uh, while good preaching is helpful, um, I get overwhelmed by that. And I would rather have someone say, hey, here's one good sermon that I heard, and when I heard it, I thought of you. Uh, of course, I can get off the Internet nowadays. I can get any kind of preaching 
from from all kinds of church websites, which is wonderful. But it would be a better help to me if my friend would say, "Hey, at this church's website, this date, the pastor preached. If you want to go listen to it, it's a it's a good sermon." And that's helpful to me having those recommendations. Another thing I thought about are books. Uh, when someone can recommend a good book or better yet, send me the book because I'm probably not going to be able to get it at the bookstore uh, wherever I'm at. So uh, if you can send a book to the missionary and again, not just any book, but a book that you highly recommend, you say, hey, I thought of you when I read this book. Uh, I've done that with friends and, and it's been an encouragement to them. And I, I think I know it's been a help to me when people have done the same thing for me. Uh, anything else along those lines you you've thought of that you'd like to share? Uh, well, I was thinking of books when you said that because, of course, I'm an avid reader and I, I like to read. And uh, if you can send encouraging books or humorous books, you know, you have to keep a sense of humor and you have to laugh at the things. If, if you can, sometimes in culture fatigue, you can't. <laughs> but uh, if somebody could send you a good humorous book, just something to make you laugh, you know, take your mind off things for a while. And and like you said, the tapes, it has to be um, a, a specific tape not just boxes of tapes. You don't have time or the, the desire to dig through all that. But, yeah, I, I would agree with the tapes and the books. That's that's good. Or or a good musical tape, you know, just some, oh, we've been blessed by just uh, good um, soul-enriching music. Just, of course, I like uh, 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 um, Southern gospel music. And, uh, you know, you can really get... Uh, uh, energized by by music sometimes, and so if they just send you a good old tape of music, and you can just sit and listen to that. Sometimes you've got to divert your mind, and those things are diversions. Uh, when we come into our home on the mission field, we need diversions because when you walk out that front door, you're you're bombarded with all the the things that produce culture shock. So when you come into your home, if you can get listen to good music or a good specific preaching tape, something that's going to lift you up. You don't need anything to make you feel guilty <laughs> or to remind you that you're a sinner saved by grace, you know. You need something that will encourage you and lift you up and excite you. I confessed something to a supporting church last week that I have been kind of harboring as not anger, <laughs> but uh, I wasn't appreciative of it. Uh, I've got a church that they send us, they have a, a a conference every year. And in that conference, they have several different preachers. And I think there's probably 25 sermons preached in, in that three-day conference with the different sessions and such. And they always send us a copy of all of those CDs. I've listened to a couple of them, but not many. But what was worse was when I received the case of CDs, I had to pay this gift. I had to pay $54 in import fees uh, to get the CDs. Well, that makes me even less interested in in listening to them. I, I told the church about this. This happened a couple of years ago, but I just told them last week. And uh, they're, they're talking about making those available on their website so that you can go and listen to ones if you want to, but not having to pay $54 in import fees. Be aware of that when you go to send something to the missionary. Uh, make sure it's something that they can receive without having to pay duty on, pay import taxes on. Uh, so, so think of those things. Ask the missionary. Don't don't try to surprise the missionary with a package. We got surprised. I was in Peru one time, spent four months there. We had just out of the blue a phone call from the customs agency. You've got a package down here at the dock. You need to come pick it up. 
went and picked it up, found out it was a, a gift sent by a church six months before. And had had the missionary there in Peru known that it was there, they could have gone and said, hey, I got a package. Can you process it and give it to me? The missionary didn't know, so it just sat there at the dock for six months. Well, by the time they got to it and we got it to us, all the food items that were in there were, were ruined. It, it, was, it was a nice gift. But because it was a surprise, it became a problem. Uh, so don't don't surprise the missionary with those kinds of things that may cost them money or that may be spoiled before they get it. And as we talk about books, I wanted to ask you about your book. You you've written one book that I have, and then you've uh, you've gotten another one ready to publish. How as I as I've been reading your book, I'm seeing man, these are great little stories that that can help me realize other people have gone through the same struggles I've gone through. Uh, tell tell me a little bit about your book. I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but uh, tell us how many years of experience you have on the mission field and uh, what your books are about and how they might be a help. Okay, I'm very I'm a very young person, but I've been missionary for 46 years. <laughs> And uh, and my first book, uh, yes, is uh, entitled, Oh Lord, What Have I Gotten Myself Into? Because I've asked myself that many, many times. And uh, that was the first question I asked myself when we were landing in Ethiopia. And I looked out and saw the countryside. And uh, so, and I try to be very transparent. And uh, maybe, I, maybe I'm judged and criticized uh, by some people for that. But um, a long time ago, I took off my mask. And now people have to love me or get out of my face. I, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm me. And uh, and if I can please the Lord, that's fine. I may not please everybody, and I won't please him a lot of times. But uh, the book is very transparent, and it's about our ministry in Ethiopia. It's about the cultural shock that, that I went through and how I reacted to cultural shock. And I think it could help a lot of people, missionaries and um, and lay people, uh, the lay people need to know what the missionary experience is to better understand the missionary and how to pray for them. And for the missionary, I think there's, there's things in my book that would help them to understand what cultural shock is, what they're going to have to experience on the mission field, and every mission field is different. They might not experience what I did, but they're going to experience something. And so uh, uh, I wrote it um, uh, in as much transparency as I could, and... Uh, praying that people would understand and not criticize me and not think me um, unspiritual, uh, which probably I am sometimes. But um, I think that I think that people could read the book and understand missionaries and missionaries could understand the field better and understand themselves and not not beat up on themselves when they're going through some of these things. And my next book will be, I'm so glad I didn't know, because, you know, if we could see the future and know what was going to happen, we might run away from some things that the Lord wants us to go through because and I hate this statement sometimes, it builds character. Sometimes I think I don't want any more character. But uh, every experience, God is, is uh, the whole purpose is transforming us into the image of Christ. And so if we could run away from experiences that aren't going to be pleasant, um, it wouldn't help us, really. But uh, so a lot of things that I've gone through, if I'd known in advance, I may have run the other way. I don't know. So that's, uh, I'm sending it to the publishers, and it should be out sometime probably in June. I don't know if you mentioned my website, www.life.com. 
with Lemoyne.com. And uh, I would like for people to uh, to go on to that because I do have a, a newsletter each month that I put out personally. It's My husband puts out his work report, but I write a letter. Uh, and uh, I have a blog there. And um, I, again, please, if anyone goes to my website or reads my letters or my books, uh, don't judge me. Don't criticize me because I'm just telling you the truth the way I see it. Well, very good. I enjoyed talking with you about this, and uh, I will have a link to your books and your website so listeners can go there and, and check those out. I do want to recommend Lemoyne's books. Uh, one I have read, and of course the new one that's just now coming out I haven't read, but you can get more information about both of those at lifewithlemoyne.com, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes at Missionary Talks. I've received some email recently that I'd like to share with you. One is from Mike. He sent me an email mentioning a blog post that he thought the listeners might be interested in. It's at christiancollegesonline.org, and it's called 10 Great Mission Trip Ideas. It's a list of organizations or events that you can contact to get information about how to serve in short-term projects or even long-term internships. Most of the groups in that list are targeted at high school or college-age individuals or, or even groups. I'll put a link to the specific blog post at Missionary Talks. I got another email from David Kern, the director of the film Journey to Everest. It's a film about how a group of American Christians were challenged to a deeper and more personal relationship with the Lord while on a quest to the Mount Everest base camp. At their website, journeytoeverest.com, there's some previews of the film, and you can get more information about seeing the film. The film's actually being offered free to churches for a limited time this summer. So go to journeytoeverest.com, or again, I'll have a link to that at Missionary Talks. A third email that I got recently was from Laura, and she was requesting that I catch up with Brad Rhodes. He's a missionary I interviewed for episode number 43 back in February of 2008. She would like for me to get in contact with him so that we can get an update on what he's doing with his mission and find out about some of the projects that he was involved in that he talked about. I'll work on getting in contact with Brad, but also if there's a specific missionary that you would like to, me to bring back, talk to, and have a chat with, then let me know, and I'll do that. My email address is david at missionarytalks.com. I have another interview that I recorded a couple of months ago that only recorded half the conversation. No, not the first half or the second half. Uh, what happened was it only recorded the other person's half of the conversation. Uh, fortunately, it was the half that was the missionary uh, that got recorded, so the part that was missing is my part. Uh, so I'll just have to go back and figure out what my questions were based on his answers, and then I'll dub all that in. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get that up, but it, it's probably a, be a while longer before uh, that one gets posted. I do want to thank those of you who have written and suggested links uh, that the listeners might be interested in as well as the suggestion to re-interview a previous guest. If you have a suggestion of your own that you would like to share, then please contact me, david at missionarytalks.com. I'll try to be as accommodating as I can on mentioning websites and articles. While I probably won't agree with every site that's recommended to me, I will try to share them as much as possible. And also realize that a mention on Missionary Talks should not be seen as a wholehearted endorsement by 
by me or any of my ministry associations. I'm attempting to get good missions-minded information to the listeners and allow you to filter it through your own personal beliefs and standards. With my recent move to Argentina, I have a whole new handful of missionaries here locally that I'll be able to interview. So please be patient as many of the upcoming interviews will probably be focused on this corner of the world. All the links that I mentioned can be found at missionarytalks.com. Please tell your friends about Missionary Talks and stay subscribed.